the editor-in-chief of The Federalist, Molly Hemingway. Molly, it's good to have you on. It's good to see you again. Okay, this story. Former President Trump, he really wants cameras in the courtroom for the 2020 federal election uh, interference case, but special counsel Jack Smith, he's reportedly mad about that. He's claiming Trump wants to create a carnival atmosphere. What's he afraid of? Well, not just what is he afraid of, but it's really interesting that he would say that you can't have cameras because we don't want to create a spectacle. After the federal government has done nothing but create a spectacle by raiding the Mar-a-Lago house, by indicting the president, you know, up and down the eastern seaboard, by working to do political prosecutions of political opponents. If they didn't want a spectacle, then they should have showed some wisdom and restraint in deciding whether or not to make Donald Trump the very first person in the world that they cared about um, classified documents with uh, at the presidential level. So it's really interesting that Jack Smith is working so hard to keep things secret. Also interesting that the Trump team wants it to be televised. They want people to see what's going on and that they want that transparency while the government is seeking to keep everything under wraps is noteworthy. So I have a question for you, Miss Rose, on this Thursday morning. Yeah. How can a carnival atmosphere that already exists become a carnival atmosphere? The whole thing's been a big three-ring circus. Well, I, I was going to say, I think we've progressed from carnival. <laughs> I mean, carnival is pretty small town. Right. I think we're going directly from your local fireman's carnival straight up to like a regional carnival. We've been there for a while. Right. Now we're moving into Barnum and Bailey. Barnum and Bailey, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> A true you say, circus. You say carnival, I say circus. You know, <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. Well, the whole Wish thing could. is, uh, you know, they they Trump says, let's do this without a net. Give right. me the TV ratings. Yeah. I need ratings. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. He will. He knows how. Well, he's I mean, not getting yeah, the, out there. That's the, for sure. The One of the most successful shows in The Apprentice. He, he knows how this works. Right. That's yeah. why he wants those those whether you, whether you like him or not. He's uh, he's playing this uh, card to the nth degree that you know I'm fighting for you. Mm. I mean, when they attack me, they're attacking you, and it's and it's working. And and to to an extent, I believe that. But I also know Donald Trump is a uh, is someone that can leverage buildings. He can leverage people. He can leverage situations for his benefit, and I think he will leverage this. Probably. To make himself come out good. I mean, it's it beats a campaign ad. Mm -hmm. He won't have to pay for it. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's very <laughs> crazy. Everything is very crazy right now. It's Thursday, sure. though. Yeah, it's, it is. It, and, it's, and it's Life Hack Thursday. Uh, Colt's supposed to come in around 8.15. He is bringing uh, donuts, coffee, and a couple life hacks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I left my I left my fresh coffee. I did scrounge up coffee. You did? Is it's the like carrot emergency. still working? It's like emergency coffee. Oh, like, so it's, yeah. I'm not going to enjoy it, but at least it's better than not having anything. I, I think, think what she's saying, Colt, if you can come earlier, it no, would be I'm all okay. right. It'd be all right. I'm okay, Colt. It's okay. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do our thought of the day. Oh, you want gosh. to? Yes, let's do it. Dang all it. right. It's not joy that makes us grateful, mm -hmm. it's gratitude that makes us joyful. Yep. Good. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Kind of where Can we I are. get an amen out there? Somebody scream amen, or you don't have to scream, but yell amen right. at your radio or your phone or however you're listening to us. Look, we need to learn to have more of an attitude of gratitude. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. So.
Um, all right, got our Mind Jam trivia today. 434-248-0704. That's our number. We'd love for you to play along. You know, I was telling you, I was listening to Jason Whitlock, his podcast, really, really good last couple of days. If you want to know about the Ben Shapiro, Candace Owen thing, he really impacts it. He's an African-American, used to be in sports, transitioned yeah, into... Why are they having such a falling out well, now? It's, it's uh. over the whole Gaza and the Hamas and that whole thing. It, and it's not, the media is really blowing a lot of it out. Although Candace is probably going to walk away from the, what does he do, the Daily Mail, the mm, Daily whatever. Yeah. Uh, so anyway... But Jason was talking about fast food, <laughs> and he was saying, fast food is poison to me. I cannot. And Jason's a big guy, so he has to stay away from it. Fast Today, food is, is, is poison to anybody, who, especially who indulges in it yeah. all the time. Well, today is National Fast Food Day. Okay. White Castle Burgers. Have you ever had one? Yeah. White Castle Burgers are square with five holes in them. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us why... They are designed the way they are designed. They're square with five holes in them. Tell us why at 434-248-0704. Okay. And tell us if you like them, you know, while you're there. So did, so did you ever, we, did you ever live anywhere where there was a, we, like a we, white castle? We had a white castle uh, for I think they're probably more 10 years, 10 years, but it was early. It was in the 70s. So that was when you were in Florida. Yeah. So yeah. It, it didn't, it actually didn't make it. You see them a lot. Yeah. And we don't see them much around here, although mm-hmm. you can buy them in the store, yeah. which yeah, is kind can. of odd. Yeah, it is. Uh, apparently, people who eat them a lot say there is some conditioning yeah. that is involved. Well, they're kind of like used to them. the original yeah. slider. Sure. Before they were called sliders. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right. On this day in history, in 1939, Al Capone is freed from Alcatraz. After his release from Alcatraz in January 1939, he had several months to go on his sentence, which he spent at federal prisons in Los Angeles and Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. After a brief stay in Baltimore for medical treatment, he returned to his estate on Palm Island near Miami, where he passed his days fishing, playing cards, entertaining visitors and slipping in and out of sanity. (laughs) Wow. I know. And I am AI. Darn syphilis. I occasionally skip, skip, skip. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he did slip in and out of, of uh, yeah, I mean, crazy, crazy time. Pretty sick. Uh, 1959, The Sound of Music musical by Rodgers and Hammerstein opens in New York City. It runs for 1,443 performances. That is a, uh, that is a stinking good run. So long, farewell. But they had to say goodbye to. Goodbye, and he. All right, you know the shot where she's singing on the mountaintop? Yes. What an amazing shot back it then. It is. Oh, yeah. And there's no, like, helicopters. They had to do, I think, with a helicopter. They would have they to do They didn't have drones back then. They had to be hanging some guy out of a helicopter. Yeah. I always post that every year when football season starts. Oh, really? <laughs> this is me not caring. <laughs> wow, you're making a <laughs> statement about... football season. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know you were so anti oh, I'm not anti. Football. It's just I don't care. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> I know? get it. I mean, I respect... That you care. Okay. Well, thank you. As was evident from yesterday's interview. Yes, that went, you know, it, he was, it was boss liked good. it. It was a little long, but it was, it, it was, was good. He was uh, Alan York had some great content. If you missed that, you can go to our SoundCloud page. But now we're not only heard on SoundCloud, 
We're heard on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple. Just go to the morning, uh, just type in the morning jam on VTRN on SoundCloud, or I guess you can just Google that and you'll mm-hmm. find our our podcast. Anyways. Right. That's right. Thanks to All Trey right. for helping us out with that. Last one. Yes. On, on this day in 2010, a long-awaited engagement is announced between Prince William and Kate Middleton at Clarence House in London. And first of all, that this is coming from the Prince of Wales. He says in this uh, short statement that he is delighted uh, to announce the uh, uh, engagement of Prince William, uh, his son, obviously, to Miss Catherine uh, Middleton, that this will take place sometime in the spring or summer, the wedding uh, of 2011. Of course, he's now the king. Ugh. King Charles, or whatever his name is. And I... I his Majesty. I'm sorry. Yes. Make sure you get it right. <laughs> when you had to see your face when she said, His Majesty. Well, and then Camilla, Camilla being the queen. It yeah. just, well, ugh. what did they call her there during the interim? There's some kind of a... Well, it's supposed to be queen consort, but they're yeah. not calling her that. Oh, really? Like if, they, if you see something under their picture, it's right. King Charles and Queen Camilla, and, and everyone just wretches they're going blah 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 i know don't like her <laughs> all right uh birthday if it's your birthday yeah. happy birthday to you you share it with lisa bonet 56 today this is her and uh, bill cosby the cosby show no, it's not me it okay. is a friend all right go ahead okay she came to me because she knew that you're a doctor and she wants to know if she can come see you why can't she go see a family doctor well she doesn't want to go to her family doctor because he may tell her parents yeah. It was a thing even back then. Yeah, it was a thing. I hope my wife is listening right now. Why? Because this lady, we would look for these off-the-wall comments from this lady. The you next, love Martha Plimpton. I love you? her, and I love her character uh-huh. that she played on Raising Hope. she get the words wrong. We actually did one She's of like the... like a female salty. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this is a series of her getting words wrong. And, uh, well, let's just roll tape. She is turning 53 today. Makes you wonder if there are other words I've been saying wrong. What's going on with us that you can't ask me for 50 cents? It's a hypodermic situation. How's your philosophical journey for the meaning of life going? You didn't know where you were or how to play piano or sing or anything from the last eight months. You had ambrosia. Anemia. (laughs) Anemia. For all we know, he works for the government and can lock us all up in Geronimo Bay for the rest of our lives. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I resent the inclination. <laughs> I need to have that just how? as a button. How? How does, how does she get through those lines? I, I don't know, but she did usually oh. one of them every episode. So you were like, you didn't want to blink because you thought you might miss it. Right. Well, and you know, M- Michael Scott is also known for, for sure. that. Maybe not at that degree, right, but right. really close. <laughs> really, really close. All right. Anyway, she's turning 53 today. Nice. Mind Jam Trivia today. It's National Fast Food Day. Are we not do any of the other birthdays? Oh, I'm sorry. Did we not skip Did those? Did I blow through them? Well, you blew through oh, I was Harry looking at, and I guess I was looking David at the time. or Pete Davidson. Actually, interesting. Let's jump to Pete Davidson. Yeah. He's an actor, comedian, you know, Kim Kardashian and all that. And and I and I just like, oh, whatever. But I don't I, understand how he gets the pretty chicks. I just yeah, don't get I it. I don't either because he looks very anemic when you see him. A little bit. I did not realize. Wait, his, he's in though. Yeah, that's true. I didn't realize his father was killed by a terrorist mm. and that uh, that he's Jewish and Saturday Night Live picked him 
to do the live monologue after this whole thing happened in Hamas. It's wow. very interesting. Saw a different side. He's turning 30 today. It's yeah. a big one. Yeah, and it gained a lot of respect for him. Uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So mm. I know something about what that's like. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, I really don't, and I never will. But sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Um, you know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed uh, this week. Um, but tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. So I, I just thought, good yeah. for you, man. Yeah. He gained a lot of respect I mean, in my mind. obviously, because I had this conversation with my daughter, obviously he is bringing more to the table because he, he's not a classically handsome person. Mm -hmm. So to be getting the attention of all these ladies really famous ladies he's got to have like a wicked sense of humor sure. or just be fascinating to talk to mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool well he's got some depth we just learned there so, right uh, that's right uh and then i guess we can wrap up with uh, csi yeah yeah i used to have a thing for her still kind of do she's beautiful redhead mm -hmm. marge Helen Helgenberger. Yeah. She's turning 65 I think today. She would have rock husband that name up. But yeah, no doubt okay. about it. It was a job, Ed, and it supported you, just like every job I've had, including this one. Yeah? And who paid to close up your nose? You're such a Let go of what? I'll let go of you when I'm damn good. Let go of her, Ed! Catherine. Just get him out of here. Catherine's ex shows up at the CIA place and I, yeah, it was not good. Mm -hmm. And and you know he goes on to say, "I knew you always had a thing for Catherine." He doesn't have a thing for Catherine. He loves Catherine as a colleague and Everybody as a person. Everybody has a thing for Catherine. Though. Well, she's you know, just an interesting character. She, she is. She is. Yeah. And and you know, I, women want to be her. Men want to be around her. I mean, that's just the I way it is. Would step in between if I you know if I was <laughs> around on that scene, knowing it was just all for fake and i got paid a lot of money anyway <laughs> back to remind jam trivia today is national fast food today day today white castle burgers are square with five holes in them we five, are asking not six five holes one two three four five tell us why that is uh guesses coming in miss rose uh so they cook faster okay is what um some people are saying all right we're gonna know so here. the onions get in them okay apparently they put onions on top of them is that part oh, of their you're thing gonna, you're gonna hear coming out of the break you're okay gonna, you're gonna hear how the magic works oh and somebody said uh robin said that uh she liked her in china beach she was very good in china beach oh that's right she i was, forgot about that show she was very young there too yeah mm -hmm. i have to go back and look at some of that video anyway <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm in the mood for love. That's why we're going into our break listening to uh, Diane Crawl. She's turning 59 today. Lovely, lovely lady and a lovely voice. It's 621. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. To see the softness of the moon in your eyes The gentle sparkle of the stars in your eyes when i look in
Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. White Castle actually still today rehydrate dehydrated onions, throw this onto the flat top. If you poke holes in the burger, it would actually help to steam the burger. Five holes. White Castle then takes the patties and they put them onto this bed of onions. They take the buns, they take the heel of the bun, they put that down on top of the raw patty, which I think is very strange, but trust me, this works. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. So, not a cheeseburger in paradise, but a... A bun- onion burger. I onion don't know. Bur- well, they take... So they the, don't flip the them. The video is they, they take the... they got the holes in them, the so detri- they don't have to flip them. Dehydrated onions. Right. They put them on the, the grill and rehydrate them. And then, you know, it's that's about a quarter inch thick. Yeah. And then they put the burgers right on top. Now, and I, the onions work their way up through the holes I in the steam. I make a smash burger, mm-hmm. and a smash burger is kind of like that. Yeah, a little bit. You you know put the onions on there, and mm-hmm. then you and then you put your the the raw side down right. on the onions, mm-hmm. and it gets really really caramelized. Yeah, and then you flip it over, and you get the other side really caramel. So that's similar. It's similar. I yeah. didn't realize that was ripped off from uh, White Castle, but apparently it yeah. is. Yeah, and the holes help those onions and the steam and all that stuff to come up through the burger. Makes and, it all happy. Yeah, makes it happy. That's a good way to put it. Speaking of which, you're going to be very happy tomorrow. I hear there's something special happening. There is something the special happening for it's not just Friday funnies. No, it's it's my it's, birthday. It's your birthday Eve. Yes. tomorrow. and I have a birthday extravaganza planned for you tomorrow. Yeah, we have this old stereo that's behind Janet. Mm-hmm. It's the stereo console that somebody gave us what three, two yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. And it's it's something like my mom had. Yeah. So it is great. going to, and it sort of holds stuff for us. But yeah. tomorrow it becomes the cooking surface. It does. Tomorrow it's it's going to be it's going to be like the Waffle House up in here, <laughs> That's baby. Right. You're, we're going to have a progressive birthday breakfast for Mark. So he'll have something in the six o'clock and something oh in the gosh. seven o'clock and then something in the eight o'clock. Yep. It's a big day. It's a big birthday. It, it is. I'm going to be 65. Yeah, yeah it's a landmark. Yeah, so, got to celebrate it. I got to celebrate because I made it. And, well, maybe I'll find Barry Manilow. Not <laughs> Looks like I made it. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I mean, if you if you want to bring in 65 with a, a Barry Manilow song, that's up to you. And I won't judge you much. I'll judge you a little. All right, we got headlines. Yeah, we sure do. The local headlines seem to be pretty much overtaken by this Matt's Creek wildfire. I mean, it's grown to 2,500 acres. Wow. We've got um, all kinds of communities being impacted by it. We saw it here mm-hmm. uh, on on this end of Lynchburg. It's in Bedford, Rockbridge County. A, a Big Island Elementary is going to be uh, open today, right. but it is really smoky, and apparently Glasgow is just, it looks like a movie set. Yeah. Where it's uh, it's in there, so wow. it's a it's a problem for sure. Well, Biden sat down at the negotiating table yesterday with Xi Jinping. President Biden set to strike us. a deal with China that would limit use of artificial intelligence in nuclear weapons. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Of course, uh, you know his his czar, our czar for AI, of course, is uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. I don't think she was at the meeting even though she would call California her home because she used to be a a senator there. But we're going to play a little bit of audio uh, later. CBS, I'm convinced they speeded up or sped Sped up up uh, the president's voice. So docile and sleepy. And it's just like, really? Well, we're going to check that out and and compare it side by side. Uh, So as you know, a quarter of a million people rallied at the mall 
um, earlier this week to support yeah. Israel peacefully, orderly. Oh, they didn't trash the city? No, no. Um, but yesterday, 200 anti-Israeli protesters uh, absolutely created all Two. kinds of chaos, injured six Capitol Police. They had to completely get everybody out of the DNC. Was that lady foaming at the mouth? There? I don't know. They they all look feral. Yeah. Uh, they won't say how they were organized. They all have matching shirts. It has Soros written all over it. Oh, geez, yeah. I think he gets a discount on yeah. the uh, BLM and this one. Very much right. the same same look. Fired t-shirts or right. whatever. Uh, of course, they're coming out saying um, we're peaceful. Uh, it, it's the uh, police that were violent. Ah, okay. Oh, I'm sure they didn't trash the city or anything. Well, they uh, they had to have the DNC empty because oh, really? they were yeah because of threatening behavior. They were pepper spraying police officers. Oh, brother. Yeah, that's time to take. Now, is anybody going to do say, anything put them about down, that? But take them down with rubber bullets or something. It, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, they're going to say, you know, it wasn't us; it was the police, and people will buy it. Yeah. And they'll get by with it, and they'll still continue to, to, you know. Isn't it amazing how... That's more police officers actually truly injured, not that they're trying to make crap up, right. than January 6th. Sure. As far as being injured by protesters, yeah. not because 200. they're out of shape, not because, you right. know, but yeah. 200 people right. making a nuisance when mm-hmm. nearly 300,000 All of which earlier, should be employed somewhere. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, well, some of them don't look like they're legal. So, well, yeah. So they may not well, be able dox, to be employed. I guess it's hard to dock somebody doesn't have a real address. Just ask well, they may certain have people one. that have run for office in our area. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. That's a Janet Rose rude. line. <laughs> so rude. Sidebar, my lord. All right, we'll be back. WDBJ7 is on the way. We'll have a look at your forecast as well here. News brief. Currently, we have 35 degrees in Bedford and Lynchburg, Groanoke and Salem, 36 in Danville, 36 in Appomattox, 34 in Amherst. Sorry for all the wiggling. You know my microphone. It's got a mind of its own. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, we talked about a lot of the fires going on, and they're going on all over the place. School closures today, uh, Buena Vista administration, you know, was talking about closely monitoring all these forest fires, subsequent smoke and air quality. And <clears throat> in, in the forecast today, so that uh, that air quality, you know, concerning those that uh, you know care for our students. So, out of a abundance of caution, uh, Buena Vista City Public Schools will be closed. Code one today. Uh, we appreciate your understanding from the administration to all the parents, and hope that uh, you and your families remain safe. Go blue. Okay. I was thinking, go blue. Is that a code? But that's I think the, it's that's the, f- the football, the football team. team right? That's right. And right. hopefully they're playing out of They've town. They've won a lot of championships, I yeah, will yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, due to the continuing dry conditions throughout the city and the Commonwealth uh, of Virginia, the Lynchburg Fire Marshal's Office has declared a citywide burn ban until further notice. This ban applies to all types of outdoor burning of leaves, yard waste, and other material. It also prohibits any type of recreational fires, such as campfires or fire pits. Under Virginia law, during prolonged periods of drought and increased fire danger, localities may enact temporary burn bans to prevent wildfires from occurring. This does not apply to gas or charcoal grills, smokers, or other devices, but people are urged to be extra cautious when using any of those items outdoors. And then we talked about this yesterday. Don't be throwing your cigarette out your window oh, I know. Uh, either. Well, you saw that happen just yesterday. 
uh, yeah on, on the way in mm-hmm. and you can notice it a lot more you know when it's dark when it's dark outside yeah. i was looking i had a listener send that the current map there are so many wildfires burning right now yeah you showed me that that's in, crazy in our area uh 73 new large wildfires were reported since november 3rd between the 3rd and the 10th mm-hmm. and um they were able to contain more than 30 large fires in during that week currently 53 fires have burned uh multiple millions of acreage across Mm. 13 states yeah kentucky virginia west virginia um all experiencing that right now you know when we looked at the forecast early in the week we we thought we were looking at rain yeah on saturday now it's got pushed off till thursday 70 percent chance of it but man alive we need some rain lord not this thursday next thursday well next tuesday it was supposed to be you know, over the weekend, I thought we were going to be going to the Liberty game. You well, know, we in, thought in the, that in the earlier in the week we were going to be getting some. Yeah. We de- desperately need But the forecast has changed. Looks like Tuesday, 70% uh, chance of rain. And, and if we get snow, I don't hear anybody griping about it. <laughs> right. Because yeah. that, we we need that, that moisture yeah, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Did you see the, uh, the verdict came down about the mother of the six-year-old boy who shot his teacher? No, no, no. What um, happened? She was sentenced yesterday, 21 months in prison okay. uh, for using marijuana while owning a fire, firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, Deja Taylor's son uh, took her handgun to school and shot his teacher, Abby Zwerner, in her first grade classroom. Uh, I watched an interview with her yesterday. and With mom? With mom. Yeah. And she says that, um, you know, she says she's not a bad mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. She took full responsibility for that child's okay. actions. Good for her. And and she's, I mean, she's 25. That's pretty young, That's young. for her to have a six-year-old. Yeah. Um, and they say, do you do you feel responsible for your son's actions? Mm-hmm. She said, of course I do. Yeah. He's six years old. He sure. can't be responsible. I have to be so held no responsible. father in the picture here on this deal? I don't think so. Yeah. I think the grandfather has custody of the little boy now. Okay. Uh, they did ask if um, if he talked about that day mm-hmm. very often, and she said he talks about the days leading up to it, but he doesn't really talk about the day. that yeah. day. And apparently, the um, couple of days beforehand, he felt like he wasn't getting the attention he wanted because I think he really did like the teacher, mm-hmm. um, but he wasn't getting the attention he wanted. Now, some people are pointing out he had had a a pretty heavy case Mm -hmm. paperwork on him for being violent with other people right he's severe uh, adhd apparently Mm -hmm. and um her lawyer said you know let's be clear the school was fully aware of this child's behavior yeah Yeah, we had so yeah information but apparently the reason she wasn't because we were like why if, if part of it was a parent had to be there with him mm-hmm. although it did say mother or father so there must be a dad involved somewhere right yeah, yeah i would i would i would um, think i would hope there'd be some apparently he had started medication and and was seeing some some progress right his behavior had improved some he was meeting some benchmarks mm-hmm. according to that interview yesterday so that's why they weren't with him Okay. Uh, was because he they thought he was making some progress. Right. So, well, I don't know. It's a it's a very difficult situation. It's very sad because I don't know that taking his mother away for twenty one months is going to be the answer. Right. Um, 
But uh, that that being said, he was able to get to the gun and and do what he did. So it'll be I'll be curious to see how much of that she'll actually serve. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see, because as we know, the teenage boy that murdered five horses, shot five more and then killed a dog. Right. He just got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. That's that one's hard to believe. It that's is. Just, that's just uh, and what and really because sometimes we see they're more harsh with people who are animals than they oh, are yeah. with yeah. humans. Like I said, kill a deer out of season. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, they'll put you under have the you jail. Up, have you up against the fence? You know, mm-hmm. spread eagle and just. But this this judge in Appomattox just didn't didn't think it was a big deal. Apparently, I don't know. I just want to see if by chance I landed on the right spot with this this um, fearless podcast either fake money or real money it looks like there's some kind of fake dope on the table it's just tiny little look like five six seven year old kids mm. mimicking the gangster rap behavior lord have mercy and the adults are all standing around with the rap music playing we're watching people pour poison down the minds of little kids and, and I want to show you a group of, like, preschoolers or kindergartners. Just listen to and, a little and, and bit of this, and I want your, your thoughts, Janet. That's having all the little kids come up and, and do some little rap song or what their favorite song is. And I want you to listen to what these little black kids are repeating back. Play the clip. And Jason Whitlock is and black himself. how old himself. are these children? These are preschool kids. What's your song? I'm at the yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead. Go ahead. What? No. These are these are hip hop songs he and they're nasty. Here. Now, oh. for those of you that are just listening over Apple or whatever, she's moving her body and hips. And this is like this looks like a three or four year old, maybe even two. But she's moving her body like a stripper. Oh, Lord. And a teacher's, ooh, ooh, and cheering this on. So. What was the song? I can't even understand. It read something, read something. And, okay. And, and just he's, what he's talking about. Yeah, I get what he's the talking contact about. The is, context is rap music and how it's poison in the, in the minds of, of, of young people, but even young kids. And he's specifically talking about gangster rap. He, yeah, he said yeah, earlier, yeah. which is different. And he's and he's addressed this many, many times, and he, and he has the platform to do it. He works, you know, as part of the Blaze. He's one of the writers and does a podcast. But it just the teacher and encouraging it. And, of course, this isn't learned in school. This is learned in the home. Sure. And when you were talking about this young boy who, who for whatever reason, I don't know if we're ever going to know why he shot his teacher. Well, I don't know that he knows. He obviously right. has issues. But kids mimic what they what they see and hear. Yeah. So and and Jason is it's thankfully he's got that platform that he can speak to the black community and say, guys, come on. Right. Um, this is a but three make, three but year make old no mistake about like it. Stripping. It's not just the black community. No, it's not. No, it's you, not. You did a wedding not that long ago. Right. Just that all rednecks had some of the nastiest music yep. ever. Yep. And there were children there, yeah? Yep. yep. I mean, 
guys, we got to start taking some responsibility here. Yeah. I mean, the days of having, you know, explicit language written across the CD is gone because right. they can go online and get whatever oh, they want to get. There's no, um, you know, you don't have to prove how old you are to purchase some, you know, WAP. You don't have, right. you know, it. it's beyond that now. You've actually got to do the work and be engaged with your children. You do. And, and he talks about when you're mature enough, he says poison is poison. But for kids, they can't handle it. Their minds aren't developed. Well, they, they, go, they, they, they become desensitized. Exactly. To it. So and, and, they're and, not going to respect themselves because the songs don't respect the women. No, they don't. In, they objectify there, the they women. They objectify the women. Um, and, and women grow up listening to that, thinking that that's normal. Yeah. When it is absolutely not. That it's not. endearing if you call me the B word. Right. Or, you know, boss me around or slap me around or whatever. Right. Um, and then the same thing with the young men. It's okay to call a woman that. It's okay to objectify her right. in that way. Um, I mean, that's what we're teaching them. But again, I, I dare say it's not just... Um, it's not no, it's just the black and brown communities. Right. It's, it's across the culture. It's in, it's in the white community as well. Mm -hmm. I think in some cases it's even worse. And, and Jason makes the point that where are these folks that are capitalizing on this from the tippy top of the record communities all the way to the rapper themselves? Are they pouring back into their community in any way other than what they're bringing the poison? Are they building hospitals? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? And the answer, and he follows this a lot more than, than I do, is no. Yeah. And they're just capitalizing it yeah. and, and pocketing the money and whatever. It's, it's sad. We got to really go to break, we, but we we'll do. come back. We'll uh, we'll we'll come back with some some ways you can celebrate this season and not break the bank. That's going to be part of our life hack Thursday. Okay, uh, today. So we'll have that coming up. Lighten hack. it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to make it so heavy. <laughs> I felt like I lifted weights just now. I know, right? <laughs> Six forty-seven here on the morning jam. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So we're trying to stay seasonal with our life hacks today because it seems like everybody seems to be worrying a little bit about how are they going to manage financially yeah. through the holiday season. We are here to tell you that you do not have to break the bank mm. to have a memorable, wonderful Christmas. It may require a little more thinking and planning, but you can do it. And I dare say you'll make some pretty great memories uh, doing that. A lot of this stuff I already do, mm -hmm. and I dare say you probably Y'all probably do, too. Um, your focus turn is turning towards the holiday season, but you can commit to giving more in intentionality, uh, gifts that do celebrate that person who's receiving it, not just to, like, tick a box and say, yeah, I've mm -hmm. got something under the tree for them. Uh, time. Give the gift of time. Yep. Set up a coffee date, a dinner date, or a day out together. It doesn't matter what you do as long as the phone is silenced and put away. Being present with those you love is the best present of all. Mm. And I think that's true. 
That's like I take Stevie for tea every Christmas. Yeah. That's what we do together is we go and we have tea yep. uh, together. Write a letter about your love for that person. Even right. if maybe you can't afford a gift at all. Maybe you and your significant other are really trying to be extremely good stewards. I will say this. Even if you say we're not going to give each other a gift this year, mm-hmm. you need to do something. Yeah. On that day, yeah, we're we're gonna yes, yeah, we're, we're kind of there this year. We're we're uh, well, you know, we went on a cruise or two last year or four, so. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> May have another one planned already. I don't, I don't know. Um, but write a letter to them, so judge, and judge, that can be parents' judgment. No, oh. I'm not. It's all good. You know, it, it's it's your party. You can cruise if you want to. Um, so you can write a letter to to parents, to children, spouses, friends. Uh, we crave to know that our loved ones value us, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be perfect, just heartfelt. Yeah. So get yourself some nice, maybe a nice card or some nice Christmassy letterhead and take the time to jot that down. That'll mean more to them than anything else you could give them, I guarantee you. And it's not just women who feel that way, I don't think. No, I mean, I, 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 mean, well, I you know, know I'm a Hallmark guy, so I, well, I love that kind of stuff. Make no mistake about it. If I just gave Mark lamb a letter and i didn't include some sausage balls he would be well, upset i would say i had been shortchanged. <laughs> <laughs> hey but, sausage balls may or may not be a part of your birthday extravaganza oh, wait a minute tomorrow holy cow yeah <laughs> it's going to be a progressive birthday dinner for mark for his birthday tomorrow guys so hey we're gonna have fun second yeah <laughs> yeah loving it. <laughs> and there's not going to be any McDonald's with it. It'll all be homemade. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alright, so we need to talk a little bit about this new judicial nominee. Okay. This yeah. is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one you were talking about earlier. Right. And um, Senator Kennedy, he's just so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say hateful. He's not hateful. He kind of, he's he kind fun. Of, he kind of is fun. I'm just saying. Uh, the nominee for a district judgeship in Oklahoma struggled during her nomination mm-hmm. hearing yesterday right. to define basic terms for orders that are issued regularly by judges. Her name is Sarah E. Hill. She was nominated by President Biden to be the district judge for the Northern District of Oklahoma. And she had to do a little bit of time with Senator John Kennedy, uh, who is from Louisiana. We play him a lot here on the show. He's a simple man, but he's profound at the same time. Yeah, he is. I would say that's true. Here's a little bit from from this uh, this hearing yesterday. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Congratulations to each of you. Um, Ms. Hill, what is collateral estoppel? Collateral estoppel. Um <clears throat> I think collateral estoppel. Um, well, Senator, I will say that my practice, my 20 years of practice, has primarily been dealing with issues relating to um, criminal law or relating to other areas of the law. Just and me. if you don't know, just tell me. I I, I certainly do know collateral estoppel. I'm okay. finding that the bright lights of the what, moment are um, what, making it hard is, for me to recall it. Okay, so you don't recall it. Okay. Um, I mean, I, 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 really? 
the bright lights are throwing you off? How about when a thug's sitting across from you? How's that going to work out (laughs) for you? I mean, you know. Yeah, well, I get it. Well, I mean, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if this is... He went on to ask her the difference on a stay order and an injunction order. Now, these are two orders frequently issued by federal courts. Right. Again, stumbling through her answers. A stay order would prohibit... um, Sorry... An injunction would restrain the parties from taking action. A, a stay order, I'm not sure I can actually can can give you that, she said. An injunction order from the court that prohibits a party in a case from performing or ordering a specified act as the case continues, either temporarily or permanently, sometimes referred to as a temporary restraining order. Okay, Janet. That I'm, seems important. I'm going to play the devil's advocate. He's, All right, do He's it. trying to play gotcha. With somebody it, that wants to be on a high-level uh, judgeship. Are you serious? <laughs> well, that's what You're the joking, media, right? No, I am joking. Oh, okay. But that's what, that's what MSNBC would be right. saying. You know, the analysts over there. Well, he's just using gotcha questions. I'm pretty sure well, you okay. need to know what a stay order is. All right. Like, so, okay, I, you change oil in the car, right? <laughs> so what do you do first when you change oil? Um. Um, Buy a car. I, I, I go to Advanced <laughs> Auto and I ask the guy how many quarts mm. go in my my Mm-mm-mm. my vehicle, and then what? Um, See, um, and here's the thing: that was not got you. Those are right, not got those you. aren't. Those, those are should be basic. Some fundamentals. Slow balls. Right. I mean, we're just underhanding right. pitching here. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you would think that would come from a Democrat so she could shine. Right. You, you that know? sounds like something they would ask. But but he is constantly putting up. He's done, uh, Senator Kennedy's done yeah. this several times. He, they're putting up unqualified people. Right. These are judgeships are going and to he, people that are, it's favors. He puts These a blaring light on yeah. it for sure. It's pitiful. Uh, Carrie Severno, who is a constitutional lawyer and president of the Judicial Crisis Network, commented on Twitter about the exchange saying, quote, how can an individual who wants to be a federal judge possibly not know this? I think if you wanted to be a local, uh, you know, Commonwealth attorney, you would have to know these things. Stays and injunctions come before district judges all the time. It's not a trick question. <laughs> Makes you wonder how they got in the position. They she got in. noted at the end. Of, she noted at the <laughs> end of uh, Kennedy's probe um, that Dick Durbin even congratulated Hill after afterward for passing the Kennedy bar exam. Oh, my. I mean, that oh, puts a geez. whole new meaning to grading on a curve, doesn't it? I mean. Durbin's a dope. I can't. He used to be a good congressman back in the day. He got into the Senate and he started drinking that left wing Kool-Aid and he is one of them now. That's really scary, though. Yeah. That that they think that gets a pass. That yeah. does not get a pass. I mean, if you just watch a lot of Law and Order, you mm-hmm. should know what those things are. Well, Okay. So I'm watching, I'm watching TV yesterday, and they're going after the Republican that got up and wanted to do the fist fight with the guy from the union, and oh, they're yeah. saying, "Oh, that's so. This is the USA. No, the damn country is on the line. Right. It's about time somebody jumps up out of their seat and, and says, willing, let's go. And let's fight let's for go. it. Let's go. The yeah. country is going down the crapper. Right. Yeah. We, we can't play any longer. It's well, too late to play. Mark, the only people who can get angry and upset are the the terrorist supporters, the Palestinian supporters. You know this. You know, we've covered that. 200 people 
you know, know raised an absolute chaos, making them have to evacuate the DNC right. when there were thousands upon thousands yeah. of Israeli supporters the day before. Almost 300,000. Completely peaceful. Yeah. Just goes to show That you. tells you everything you need, you to, need know to know right, right there. It is 7 o'clock. CBS News is next.